0: Thanks, Michael. President-elect Donald Trump was asked by Leslie Stahl in an interview on 60 Minutes last night whether he wanted to appoint Supreme Court justices who would overturn Roe v. Wade. He answered that he was pro-life and the justices would be pro-life.
1: Having to do with abortion, what it, if, if it ever were overturned, it would go back to the states. So yeah, it would go back to the some states. Some women states. won't be able to get an abortion. No, it'll go back to the states. By state. No, some... Yeah, well. They'll perhaps what, have, to go to an, he'll have to go to another state.
0: However, when asked about the issue of marriage equality in the U.S., Trump said that issue had been settled by the Supreme Court.
1: It's law; it was settled in the Supreme Court. I mean, it's done. So even if you appoint a judge, that it's done. It, you have uh, these cases have gone to the Supreme Court; they've been settled, and uh, I think I'm, I'm fine with it.
0: So why does Trump think that last year's landmark decision validating same-sex marriages is set of law, but the landmark decision of Roe v. Wade recognizing abortion rights is not? Here to help us answer that question is Erwin Chemerinsky, the dean of the UC Irvine Law School and prominent constitutional scholar. Irwin, Roe v. Wade was decided by the Supreme Court in 1973. Oberfell v. Hodges was decided last year. Is there any difference in what Trump is calling settled law? A Supreme
1: Court precedent is settled only so long as the justices want it to be settled. If there's five votes to overrule Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade will be overruled. If there's five votes to overrule Oberfell v. Hodges, then Oberfell v. Hodges will be overruled. One is no more settled than the other.
0: Erwin, is there an argument that Roe v. Wade is actually more settled
1: than, than Obergefell, given given how old it is, given that uh, uh, the court has, has reaffirmed it uh, uh, a couple times? Of course. And the Supreme Court is much more reluctant to overrule longstanding precedents. Roe v. Wade was decided in January 1973. Obergefell was June of 2015. Also, the Supreme Court says that it's reluctant to overrule decisions when there's been reliance upon them. Obviously, there's been a great deal of reliance upon Roe v. Wade, but the reality is, as I said, if there are five justices who want to overrule Roe v. Wade, it's going to be overruled. If there's five justices who want to overrule Oberfeld, it will be overruled. Now, I think that Roe v. Wade is probably more controversial, and will be more controversial in the years ahead, than Oberfeld. Society seems to have relatively quickly accepted marriage equality. There's group society who vehemently opposes Roe versus Wade. But keep in mind in that regard that Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Thomas and Alito wrote vehement dissents in Oberfeld. If two justices who are like-minded join the court, there would be five votes to overrule Oberfeld, just like five votes to overrule Roe. And I could easily imagine, given the strong passions involved, that they would want to do so.
0: Erwin, Trump said it's got a long way to go. To Leslie Stahl about overturning Roe v. Wade. So let's just talk about timeline. Appointing a pro-life justice to fill Justice Antonin Scalia's seat will not do it, will it?
1: No, because the Supreme Court on June 27th in Whole Woman's Health v. Hellerstedt struck down the Texas abortion law. Five justices were in the majority there, and they all remain on the court. Breyer wrote, joined by Justice Kennedy, Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan. And so replacing Justice Scalia restores the ideological balance on abortion to what it was before he passed away on February 13th. The key with regard to overruling Roe is whether Justice Ginsburg or Justice Kennedy or Justice Breyer leaves the court. If any one of those three leaves the court and is replaced by an anti-abortion justice, then that justice, together with of Justice Scalia, could join with Roberts, Thomas and Alito to overrule
0: Roe. Erwin, one place that there was a, one could say, relatively quick overruling of a previous decision were in the sodomy cases, where the Supreme Court overruled itself not really that long after it had said um, it was constitutional to ban sodomy, and then it said it was not, homosexual sodomy, that is, and then it said it was not. Um, Is there any lesson in that experience that we can take from how the court will approach questions of whether to overrule cases like Roe and Obergfell?
1: No, Bowers v. Hardwick was decided in 1986. Lawrence v. Texas overruled it in 2003. I can certainly identify instances where the Supreme Court much more quickly overruled precedent. Take Citizens United v. Federal Election Commission. It overruled a case that was just seven years old, McConnell v. Federal Election Commission. I can point to an instance involving whether jurors can be informed of the impact of the victim's death on the community, and the Supreme Court overruled itself just two years after the decision, when Justice Thomas replaced Justice Marshall, Um, so or just to replace Justice Brennan. It, It just is entirely a matter of when are the five justices who are willing to overrule a precedent.
0: Or during Senate questioning of a potential Supreme Court justice, a nominee, how would a pro-life justice or potential justice answer a question about respecting Supreme Court precedent and Roe v. Wade that might come from Democrats?
1: I think that any Republican nominee will say that he or she, of course, respects precedent, but that he or she cannot talk about any issue that might come before the court. And with a Republican Senate majority, I think that's going to be a sufficient answer, and the Democrats can ask all they want for something more specific, but there's no way they can force it. Erwin, back on the subject of, of counting justices, uh, one who, who's always intrigued me is the Chief Justice. Um, he voted against uh, the abortion rights side in the most recent case. But based on what you know of him now, if push came to shove and there were a case that asked the court to overturn Roe v. Wade, how confident are you about which way he would vote? I believe, since John Roberts was nominated in 2005, that he would be a vote to overrule Roe v. Wade if there was a majority to do that. I can't point to any case where he's ever urged the overruling of Roe v. Wade. However, since coming on the court in 2005, he has voted to uphold every restriction on abortion. I think his dissent in the gay marriage case Obergefell versus Hodges shows that there's some moral issues where he has very deep convictions, and I think abortion is one of them.
0: Erwin, the president-elect did put out a list of judges who he might appoint, um, and he says that he's going to pick one of them when, when he gets inaugurated. Is that list entirely people who we know for sure would vote to overrule Roe?
1: I can't say that because I know some of them. I don't know others of them. There are some on that list that I think would be sure votes to overrule Roe. There's others on that list I just don't know very much about. And my guess is they've never told us anything with regard to their views on Roe versus Wade.
0: And Erwin, he said that there was a list, but he never said he would specifically pick from that list, did he?
1: Well, he first put out a list of 10 names, and then he put out a list of another 11 names. I think the expectation has been that he would pick one from those 21 individuals, but he's not obligated to do so. He can nominate anybody he wants for the Supreme Court.
0: And uh, Erwin... What is your expectation? How long do you think this process will be? Will it be a very short confirmation process since you have Republican majority or will it be longer since the Democrats might try to drag it out in about 30 seconds?
1: I think it will be a relatively fast process. i will be interesting to see whether he announces before January 20th, if he announces just after January 20th. I think the Senate Judiciary Committee will mobilize for hearings as soon as they can. I think the only question is, is it conceivable to get somebody on the court before the end of this term?
0: Thank you, Erwin Chemerinsky. He is the dean of the UC Irvine Law School, a prominent constitutional scholar,